Thanks for listening to Matt McLaughlin History. Become a subscriber to receive exclusive bonus episodes, ad-free listening, early access to all episodes, and special member-only events. Click on the link in the show notes or visit patreon.com forward slash mmhistory. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A Living History Production. This is the Living History Podcast, broadcasting live across the airwaves. Hello everyone, welcome to Living History, coming to you again from lockdown, and uh, it's actually the first episode I'm recording in my brand new improvised recording studio in my bedroom, so I hope the sound quality is okay. Um, we've all got to do what we can at this time to uh, to make the most of the situation, and so I'm recording the latest in a series of podcasts from home, and I'm really enjoying it, and I think this one's going to be a pretty special episode because Anzac Day is coming up. It's going to be an Anzac Day like none we've ever seen before, and I know that everyone out there will be feeling the the loss of that ability to go out and commemorate Anzac Day, so I wanted to bring in someone to talk about what was going on in particular in France for Anzac Day this year because it's it's pretty special and um, my guest today is Dana Levy who works for Northern France Tourism. It's her, what a fantastic job to represent the whole north of France, the Somme region and much more and to bring it to life for Australians. So Dana, thank you very much for joining us to talk about Anzac Day. Bonjour Matt, thank you or should I say merci. Dana, before we talk about Anzac Day in particular in France, Tell us about the wonderful work that you do. What what inspired you to want to do this work? And and, and tell us about the uh, the great work that you do promoting the north of France. Yeah, well, that's an easy one, Matt. What inspired me is when I knew um, how much the Australians had been coming more and more to the region of northern France, or as you said, particularly the Sum region, uh, particularly after the 1914 to 1918 World War I uh, centenary commemorations, um, I said, yeah, this is something that is really close to my heart and I'd be all like honoured to get behind and to to increase um, the exposure to more Australians to the region to maintain and develop the bipartisan relations that we, we've had for so long and it's something that I absolutely love doing. So what sort of things are you doing to to promote this this wonderful region to Australians? Well, the first thing is working with uh, our tour operators who um, who uh, have been for a long time specialising in taking groups and individuals to, to the region. And you may have heard of Matt McLaughlin Tours. <laughs> that, um, yeah, that has come up uh, in, uh, in, my, in my daily life. <laughs> so uh, we've been working very closely with Matt McLaughlin Tours, um, bringing um, more information and more um, material on the region. There are forever new sites 
being discovered and being open to the public, which allows for Australians who have um, been to, to go back. And as you would know, Matt, many Australians go more than once to the region. I think that's a really important point, Dana, and it's the, the I, I love this new uh, this new um, initiative we have from local areas on the battlefields to promote their destination. Flanders in Belgium have, has done it for many years, and now the north of France is doing it. And I think it's so important because those people know better than anyone the little treasures that their region holds, and there's just so many wonderful little sites that I think could get lost if it was just a, a, a French promotion of people saying, come to France and visit the battlefields. Is that what you find in your in your work? Oh, absolutely. I was lucky enough to go there uh, back in October and every site and every museum and every memorial I went to, you meet uh, the people and they all have uh, a story and the, their passion that comes through is just, it is, it's, it's quite incredible. And to, to try and relate, the, I'm doing my best to try and relate that um, through through partners such as Matt McLaughlin because um, it's something sometimes it gets missed. I should mention as well at this stage, Dana, that it's not just us that you work with. Obviously, we have a good working relationship, but you work with uh, people all across the industry. It's really, it's really quite impressive to see the great work that Northern France is doing to bring these battlefields to life. And I wanted to ask you about that. How important is this story of Anzac, the Australian involvement in the war? How important is that to the people of Northern France? Uh, look, it's something, honestly, Matt, that can't be measured, but it's only when you see it and you see how people are, are, are touched by it every year and the more and more people attending the official Anzac Day ceremonies and when you speak to them and they say, they they explain, it's because of the Anzacs that I'm standing here today and they it resonates with them, they don't forget it, they every year want to... Uh, to show their solidarity and, and pay their respects. It's an interesting thing because it's certainly not universal. I've been to plenty of parts of France. In fact, the majority of France, I would say, mm. where French people don't even realise that the Australians participated in the First World War. But in some of those key sites, particularly places like villers Bretonneux in the Somme or Mont-Saint-Quentin or Amiens, these specific places that anyone who's been to the battlefields would know very well, the Australians are absolutely revered. And I remember the first time I, I went to villers Bretonneux probably 20 or 25 years ago, and walking through the streets. And it was in a time before a lot of Australian tourists came. And I remember an old man who was pushing a wheelbarrow came up to me, and uh, I, I don't speak French very well, and he certainly didn't speak English, but he said to me, oh, Australian? And I said, yes. And he was like, oh, merci, merci. And he shook my hand vigorously in the street, thanking me for something that that men who were there you know, 60 years before I was born um, had done. So it's just such a wonderful experience as an Australian to go and feel how revered the Australians still are after all these years. Absolutely. You absolutely nailed it, Matt, because I'm lucky enough to also have been to, to France and have lived there. And um, it's the region of northern France where the affinity with the Australians and the respect that the, the locals have for, for, for the Australians, it absolutely it it's it's quite overwhelming it really is it's something uh unexpected for a first timer even for people who have studied the history and know how how entwined it is like i said the welcome that um the australians are afforded as you've just explained it, it, it's really it's very humbling really very humbling 
Well, let's talk specifically about Anzac Day because for those who don't know, every year the French and the Australians combined hold a, a big Anzac Day service at the National Memorial at Villas Bretno. And now that's not going to go ahead this year, obviously. Um, but Dana, you were telling me that there's an initiative that, that you've been very much behind um, that uh, that is taking off in the north of France. Just tell us about that and what the French people are going to do to commemorate Anzac Day this year. Yeah, well, that, that initiative uh, started in Australia when um, a, a couple of um, veterans heard that the Australian government cancelled all official ceremonies open to the public. Um, they decided, how can we honour the Anzacs? Well, let's all stand in our driveways at dawn um, as, as, as a show of respect. And a man by the name of Justin Wilbur got behind it. And today you have over 220,000 people and 100 countries following it. Um, as, as I said, as a way of showing their respect. So I approached them and I said, I'd like to take this to France because the French people uh, uh, are missing out just like, like we are and we'd like um, to, and I know that they would like to, to be part of the initiative. And the French communities, particularly in the Somme, have, um, have embraced it. Um, the Val de Somme, which um, is part of, as you mentioned, Villa Bretneau, they had already taken their own initiative for the month of April to display Australian flags and um, Australian animals and, and letters from um, local students from the Victoria School in Villa Bretneau to display it in their windows as they can find just like we are. And they've embraced this initiative too. So just so I've got this right, so the people of France who obviously Anzac Day is not, uh, is not significant to them like it is to Australians, but these people are going to take the, this, the same opportunity that we are to stand in their driveways and, and, and not gather together but stand out and show their respect at, at dawn on Anzac Day. Yeah, absolutely. They've embraced it, whether it's at their door, at their windows, at their driveways, whatever they can do within the the rules of of confinement. They they are there, and and they um they they they're proud and honoured to to be able to continue the Anzac Day tradition in whichever way they can, and as as a show of solidarity in doing it the the way the Australians will. It's just a wonderful thought that you know I, I can't wait to see all the photos on social media that. That all these hundreds and potentially thousands of people that we, you know, have never met, many of us, will be out there commemorating Anzac Day alongside us and, and remembering men who died there a century ago, but are still so important to them. I mean, that that that's I'm I'm getting a bit choked up even just thinking about it. It's such an emotional uh, tribute to play to Australian soldiers. Well, it is, and particularly, I mean, through this movement, I've come across um, people in France, and there is, in particular, one local Frenchman who has no connection, family-wise, with the soldiers, but he he lives in Amiens, and he is absolutely passionate about uh, uh, respecting and and showing his um, his, like I said, showing his respect for the Anzacs who paid the ultimate sacrifice. And he he appreciates that it's because of them that he's there. You've been to all these uh, parts of northern France, Dana, and walked the ground and seen all these Aussie sites. Just just paint a picture for us for for those people who haven't been and seen some of those sites. What are the ones that that most appeal to you? What are some of those emotive sites that have a real connection with Australia? Oh wow, there are so many. But what I think is the the, the underlying point is that it's they it's 
each site is a piece of a puzzle that together makes the whole experience so unique because you have the the, the big interactive sites such as the Sir John Monash Centre, which is absolutely um, incredible the way it, it's um, presented and, and the people there and all of the um, interactive uh, the interactive things they have for people to take part in and to see and to find their family history, or it could be a, a smaller site like Nauor. Nauor are these um, underground caves where the soldiers used to go to visit for respite, but they left their name on these on these caves. And when these caves were discovered, they managed to track back these soldiers and their families. Um, and then, of course, you've got the big um, the, the cemeteries of, or like the lost diggers of Fromel. So each site is so incredibly different, which makes the visit every time you go somewhere different so much more enriching. What about the future, Dana? What do you think the Do you think this relationship between the north of France and Australia is going to endure um, after COVID? After this is all uh, this is all finished, is this a, a long term relationship you can see in the future? Oh, absolutely. Um, all I hear for, from people is next year, next year we want to we want to be back in, in France, you know, commemorating with um, with our with our French compatriots, um, com- commemorating at the memorials, and and long term, absolutely, because it's the young younger people and their children who are who are so involved now, which is just um, resonates with what is so important about. Um, keeping the Anzac spirit alive. Well, Dana, thank you for joining us to talk about it. It's just such a wonderful initiative and uh, I think everyone is going to be touched by the thought that the, the people of France are going to be paying their respects on Anzac Day as well as, as, well as we are out here. Um, and thank you for your work in, uh, in making this happen because I know that it, these sorts of initiatives don't occur without passionate people driving them. So I, I'm sure I speak for everyone when I thank you for, uh, for, for your hard work in uh, bringing this initiative to life as well. Thank you so much, Matt, and thank you for having me. It's my absolute pleasure. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.